you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to another episode of Take It Away, Jenny Ryan. Fingers on buzzers. (laughs) And uh, you may have heard there, listeners, that Jenny was sort of using uh, her face to do a kind of Doppler effect. What do you call that when it... (laughs) When a siren comes screaming yeah. down the street at you, is it that was it was it was an alleged Doppler effect. So I yeah. don't know how it worked if it if it came across whatsoever in I'm any sure shape or form. No, but um, um, it was it was fun to do. <laughs> and talking of things that are fun to do, uh, it's real life quizzing is back, Jen. It's it's back. Mm. It's officially back. Yes, uh, after many many months uh, virtual or non-existent a lot of quiz leagues have uh, started to play back in person in the last couple of weeks and uh, which is very very exciting because as good as zoom has been for keeping the quiz going it's just not the same mm-hmm. as going and getting a pint and sitting there and and looking your enemy in the eye as yeah. you correctly identify the third largest city in Romania which is of course google Google, question on tonight's quiz which we won't reveal Uh, okay not at all 
I'm going to Google that. Um, So, and what have you found have been the things that have taken you by surprise that you have enjoyed or things that you've been a bit rusty with? I think because there's been a proliferation of quiz in the lockdown and especially things like the, the online quiz league and things have, have really taken off. It's, it's not so much rustiness. It's just getting used to being in the same room as people and, and refocusing. I'm kind of used to being on zoom and you're, you're staring at your own face for one thing. <laughs> You're doing a little bit of lip reading of the of the uh, quiz master, but you are you're also you are you've got something Checking to focus on. Out. I know. Well, I was saying I've never. I mean, I have stopped when I'm on a Zoom call. I'm really just looking at myself. I, yeah. I've got to be completely honest. I do. Oh, yeah. I feel I like now when I'm in real life, I need a little mirror like a budgie so that I can still have that, <laughs> like a kid in a car seat. <laughs> exactly the reassurance but, of being able to see but myself. angled a different way. The yeah. the weirdest thing about going back to real life quizzing or real life anything is the one of the rules across most quiz leagues online is you have to keep your hands in view at all times. Mm. So you you might you know you might lean on your hands or you might I I kind of cross my I sit back and cross my arms or uh, mm. and and sometimes I put, I put my hands above my head. <laughs> just because I need a bit of a stretch just doing jazz hands yeah just jazz hands or you know it looks like the start of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody video Um, (laughs) and getting used to not having to do that in real life yeah (laughs) because it'd be quite obvious if you were googling under the table in real life and it's it's one of those anti-cheating measures yeah uh, that we have on the on the online quiz (laughs) so that's funny the other thing is I've, I've, I've missed people yeah socializing it's kind of back to back to reality we've we've got a lot of protocols in place and um I mean we're recording this on a Tuesday and I'm about to go out to quiz league and so I've already done my uh lateral flow test good and uh hopefully it's come back negative it's over there I, I mm-hmm. left it to marinate while we were doing this um so it should be pretty safe and but the, it's 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 tough now because there are certain people who aren't coming because it's a risk, yeah. and there are there are a few people who we've lost in the meantime who mm. who will never be coming back. So it's actually mm. a little bit um, poignant to to yeah. be meeting up with people once again. Um, but it does give us a chance to to have a bit of a reminisce and and to celebrate people uh, who are, are very fondly missed quizzes. Mm. Oh yes, well, and I mean, yeah, I think getting back to kind of seeing people in real life and being able to bond is a is a wonderful thing and I hope that um you know they're enjoying that all over the world from Bucharest to Constanta to Cluj Napoca which um I believe is the third largest city in Romania honestly if that comes up on the quiz tonight <laughs> Cluj Napoca well Cluj it's probably C-L-U-J Napoca and then Timisoara is number four which I have actually heard I, of I, I thought that was bigger I would have said yeah. Timisoara if I was if I was pushed um I so I yeah largest. Timisoara and uh coming in fifth is I mean I'm just off the top of my head obviously uh yeah. just thinking about this uh it is <laughs> no one cares uh, about fifth uh Constanta You've already there said Constanta, haven't you? No, it's Bucharest, Cluny Timiswara, ah. Yassi, Constanta, Craiova, Brasov, Galati, Ploiesti, and Oradea. 
that's all very uh very exciting stuff there you go no. so that's don't say we never teach you anything listeners um so... we'll be testing on um we'll be testing you on it next week yeah well maybe at the end of the show i'll come back with the 10 biggest cities in um other, whatever in that country another, is in another country <laughs> So much excitement to come later, but right now we have got a fantastic young talent of the uh, acting and comedy world who is going to join us, the brilliant Johnny Weldon. So we are lucky enough to be joined by actor, broadcaster, Twitter sensation. It's the one and only Johnny Weldon. Hello, Johnny. Oh my God, what an introduction. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. My uh, my my quiz knowledge is limited. I want to get that out early on. <laughs> I want to go straight with us. There's no high expectations, uh, but I'm excited. I'm excited to be here. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks, Lucy. Thanks for having me on. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Well, I've been hugely enjoying your work. Um, For people who haven't seen your videos, they are an absolutely perfect representation of what the life of an actor entails. And I say this as someone who's married to one. uh, (laughs) And the pain, I have to say, I've always thought being married to an actor, you think, oh, you know, what, what could get in the way of our marriage? Will it be, you know, he'll have an affair on set or, you know, he'll be off in L.A. doing something. The thing that will end my marriage to an actor is self tapes. Yeah, it's yeah. W- way worse than an affair, I think. <laughs> it is. It's way more emotionally distressing. So have you been, have you been, had the role over the last year of kind of reading off, off, off camera and, you know, aligning yeah. it all up and balancing yeah. phones on books and things like that? Yeah, so I'm the, I'm the unseen other person in your videos, basically. Who is, is that, so is that really your, your partner who is? Yeah, Lucy, yeah. well, she's an actor, so she gets, we met on a pantomime a couple of years ago, so she gets it, and whenever she gets a self-tape, I'm that person. But no, yeah, I I know the pain, Lucy. It's um, <laughs> I, I've had a lot of those comments actually of people going, "Oh, I'm not an actor." I get comments like, "Oh, I'm not an actor," and I can't believe it. is this what the industry is like. And then another actor will swoop in with, "Yeah, yes, it is." Mm-hmm. But I also I get a lot of partner comments saying how self tapes are living hell. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry for well, highlighting that. But I mean, actually, I think even if you're not in the entertainment industry, a lot of people can relate. Now everybody has to tape themselves for work. Everybody has to do presentations on video and stuff. So mm. I think it resonates even beyond the uh, the world of showbiz now. That yeah, yeah, I think so. And it, it was funny because my videos they all went mad in uh, around March, April. The self tape video that I made was um, shared by Daniel Mays and Vicky McClure and like and Martin Compton and all of the all of the cast of the of Line of Duty around when it was on. And it, it just blew my mind to think that even those stars are having the same issues of like taking a painting off the wall and trying to balance their <laughs> selfie on a on a on a coffee mug or whatever but also the, all of my, most of my other videos are about situations that we weren't doing at the time like because because of the lockdown so it would, it would be about um press nights or awkward auditions or uh, drama school reunions but yeah the, the 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 common theme throughout all of them is um sort of desperation and embarrassment and humiliation and um <laughs> i don't know one of them is at about 700,000 views or something ridiculous so i just like the idea of there's an army of us all out there that, 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 yes. that, that get it well talking of desperation and humiliation let's turn to the world <laughs> of quizzing great uh, <laughs> because that is something you know quizzes we put ourselves out they're very much like actors we kind of you know uh open ourselves emotionally to a lot of rejection and disappointment mm. um and i believe that you are a quiz fan uh yeah yeah i am a quiz fan i really like the chase <laughs> Hey. Does, that, does every guest say that? Is that yeah? Yeah, yeah. they have to. Well, I, yeah, they I, have to. I, 
I will otherwise send the boys around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the chase, I'm a big fan. I like the chase. I like her. And he beat the chasers on. That's it. The, the week's off work for that one. That is clear the diary. I love a pub quiz. I like drinking and I like quizzing. So that works out well for me. And I actually run a weekly quiz in Islington where I live. But I am a fan. Yeah, I don't know how good I am, but I am a fan. Probably the most high profile quiz I ever did. There was a TV show called Rise that with Ian Lee hosted it years ago. Yeah. And it was like a version of this one. Anyway, I went as, a, as an audience member on that with my brother and my dad. We drove up and we, you know, we sat in the studio and we watched it. And I ended up somehow, probably because I was just a loud, annoying kid, like saying something in the audience and the camera was on me. And anyway, about a month later, we got a call to say that they're basically doing a spelling bee, like a national spelling bee, and they're going to film a pilot. And they were looking for kids who were quite confident that would be able to go on it. <laughs> and I went on it and I nailed it. The, I nailed the pilot. It was brilliant. But when it actually came to doing it properly, they were getting like the most intelligent children in the country. So that was just very much for the pilot. But one of the intelligent kids dropped out and they called m- me or my mum, you know, the gobby boy from the the pilot and, and the audience, <laughs> and I we went out, stayed in a nice five star hotel. All of this, it must have been about eleven, wow. um, and I didn't get a single one right oh, on live no. TV. And I and I remember that the last it was probably really inappropriate, but the last they asked me to spell knickers, which was quite strange. <laughs> and I really confidently, almost with a wink down the camera, was like N I C K E R S. You know, <laughs> and and that that and that was my um, my early retirement of the. Uh, that broadcast. public that public ritual humiliation putting yourself out there that must have been what kick-started your love affair with acting surely yeah yeah i thought yeah, the, the rejection the pain and the yeah. and the scrutiny of an Where audition can I get more of this i'll just be an actor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly but no i love it i, I love watching quiz shows on tv and i i do love yeah love a pub quiz and so hosting a pub quiz i mean that's pretty exciting you can tell us the name of the pub so we can all come down Oh, yeah, go for it. The Middleton Arms in, uh, in Islington. It's very nice. Go there every Monday. It's, it's like 20 questions of general knowledge. Halfway through that, we have the spot question where the closest number gets a free drink at halftime. And it's always obscure, like the amount of bricks in a you know famous building or something. And then we have the music round and then 20 more questions in the second half, followed by the killer round, which mm-hmm. is, you know, get them all right. You get a bonus five points, get one wrong. You don't get anything yeah. for the killer round. Wipe and or, uh, yeah. there's yeah. a theme as well. And you've got to work out what the theme is. Um, but do you do you set it all yourself? No, no, I don't. I thank God, no, no, no. I'm just I'm the middleman. Um, <laughs> a friend of mine does it. He just spent, you know, he's on googling things every day, and he writes these quizzes and he sends them. He just distributes us as the hosts all around London. So that's fine as well, because when you inevitably get somebody on their phone going, uh, actually, it was 1703, not 1704, I've got it here on Wikipedia, I can just go, oh, I don't know. All right, I don't, <laughs> I don't write it, mate. No. Yeah. Oh, very good. Well, and I mean, so obviously to us, we're thinking, right, you're training to be a quiz show slash game show host. If we could offer you any television quiz or game show Ooh. of the past, the present or the future, um, is there anything? I mean, do you want us to come up with a format for you or do you have any existing formats that you'd like to do? No, I'd like, I'd like you to do it for me. <laughs> well, do you know, actually, there... I mean, a sort of a quiz about actors and the history of acting mm. and, you know, a sort of, it, I'm thinking Sky Arts, Jen, do you think they might commission this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or BBC a higher a higher brow type oh, yeah. of quiz I about like that. performing arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sounds yeah. good. Count me in, count me in. 
Well, because your background, your musical theatre, as well as sort of everything, aren't you? Well, Is sort it... of. I mean, I, my, the first ever job I did, I was 11. I played Michael Banks in Mary Poppins in West End. In the West oh. End. And then I went on to play Gavroche. And then I went to um, uh, theatre school as a teenager. And then I, basically when I was 18, I moved to London with a suitcase and have never left. But And I've done a bit of musical theatre, mainly just kind of, straight plays and stuff, a bit of Shakespeare and stuff like that. And then I, and then I, a few commercials. I was the face of, um, I was sort of the 118 guy of Switzerland for about two years at one point. <laughs> I didn't realise it was going to be really famous. They flew us over and they, they, we, we were get, by the side of the road and we were getting into these like orange um, jumpsuits. Just loads of people like were pulling over and taking photos of us. And I sort of went, why is that? And they were like, no, you're about to become one of the most famous faces of Switzerland. And I kept getting tagged in things on Twitter. Like I was on billboards, you know. Uh, so yeah, I, did, I did that. And then, uh, and then I started doing stand-up as well a few years ago. So basically anything and everything. So was the so the one one eight in Switzerland where we had the big moustache guys with, in running gear, you mm. were in an orange jumpsuit like an American prisoner. Yeah, it was well. It was for Zweifel chips, but I mean, it was that sort of like uh, recognizable. Actually, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember getting stung by a bee as well, right as they said action, and it was like a massive set, just hundreds of Swiss directors and producers, and I got stung by a bee, and I had to power through. You really, some it's really challenging industry times at times. It's, you know, <laughs> that is my, that is dedication. Uh, they time, say yeah. it's not digging roads, but I mean, you know, that is yeah. Come on, it's close. You, yeah. You've got to you've got to love Swiss crisps. <laughs> very much <laughs> exactly exactly so Maybe yeah an advertising quiz that's a, have they ever done one of those jen it feels like something that must have been done like yeah. adverts around the world which country is this from oh that would be a good spin on it though because there, there have been those clip show kind of ones where mm. it's a ha ha laugh at these japanese adverts but yeah or reenacting classic adverts yeah like gold and blend then, oh yes oh you no, and Johnny talking. could be the gold blend. I don't know, Johnny, are you old enough to remember the gold blend couple? It was Sharon Moore no. and uh, Anthony Head. Anthony Head, yeah. When was that? What sort of period was that? Uh, late 80s. It, well, it went on into the late 90s because they were they, they kept bringing them back, I'm sure, sort of mid, mid-90s, mid oh, wow. I'd say. Because it, it was a saga. 93. 93, Ooh, you would have been yeah, very too young, young to, baby. to remember that. Well, so yeah, we'll I did... work something more contemporary out for you then. It could okay. be advertising, but it might have to be a bit... Well, but then, you know, you could you could bone up on your old adverts, couldn't you? Oh, yeah. I could. I did that. I did more than insurance. Oh, <laughs> and nice. I, and I did that. And I also... Um, I'm sure I did another... Oh, wagon. I was in a wagon wheel advert. <gasps> Ooh. It was really clever. It was all about aliens. And uh, the marshmallow was actually Martian mellow. Yeah. Uh, it's very, it got, it's really, you know, it's really complicated so, stuff. And- so can you confirm as the inside track, our wagon wheel smaller than they used to be? One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, What the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass?" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Yeah, 100%. There we go. I we've, think got so. from, yeah. we've got it from the, the <laughs> advertising mouth. Wheels. The, the face mouth. of wagon wheel. Big time. The mouth of the wagon wheel has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to do more adverts, though. You know, you hear about these people that kind of buy a house off and I've never had that. Oh, yeah. I've never had I think that. that's in the olden days. I think now it's all, you know, buyouts. and Yeah, when you get residuals but... and things. Yeah, yeah there's... um um. One of our producers on the chase, um, his father-in-law was an uh, well, he's he's from an acting family. His uh, his father-in-law was in one episode of Dad's Army, and every time it's repeated, they get a couple of grand in the bank. Oh, that's amazing! Just drops him, and obviously that's going to get repeated a few times a year. Wow! The only royalties I get is I was in a music video called. Um, well, it was the tune of Is This the Way to Amarillo? But it was Is This the Way to Santa's Grotto? And it was a bloke <laughs> dressed up as Santa singing that, basically. And I get, a, I reckon I get about £1.23 a year come through the post. Oh, imagine. It's, it's hardly about a boy, is it? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Living, living on past glories. Yeah. A little Christmas bonus, though, isn't it? Exactly. So, uh, you know. Well, now, talking of things Christmas, um, you and Jenny, Jenny and Johnny, as well as only having one letter different in your first names, you have something else in common. Jenny, we, would you we like to tell tre- us treading else? the pantomime boards, Jenny? Mm, Is it are. that? We are. Where's yes. yours? Oh, mine's mine's a tour. Mine's an arena tour. Oh my word! Yeah, that sounds so we're, fancy. We're going everywhere from Cardiff to Nottingham to Aberdeen to Glasgow and Birmingham and yeah, all over the place. Who are you? Place. Who are you playing in it? Um, I am Glinda the Good Witch in The Wizard of Oz. Oh, the, the, the Good Witch of the North. Do you know what songs you have? You, do you know your like your big numbers yet? No, not yet. Not yet. Oh, okay. No, I, 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 I want to keep it, a, you know, a bit, a bit of a surprise for myself when I oh, start fair rehearsals. Enough. Really, not on the night. <laughs> and what about you, Johnny? Where are you? I'm playing the famous comedy character Muddles. Basically, he's the buttons of Snow White mm-hmm. um, in St Albans at the Albany Arena. Lovely. And um, yeah, it's quite, I only found out about it a couple of weeks ago. It's all quite last minute. But I'm very excited. Yeah. And I live in North London, so I can commute, which is really nice because mm-hmm. I've done a Christmas show every year since I was 18. And I've had so many Christmas dinners with so many random people in so many <laughs> flats and yeah. so many bizarre digs people, you know, when you just sort of turn up with your suitcase and you live there for a couple of months. So this time I'm going to be able to have Christmas in my own and flat. And St Albans is lovely. And yeah, that as well, yeah. We should, yeah. If, I, if I have time off, then uh, we should, me and Lucy should come up. Yes. Oh, please do. And, uh, and see the show. Yeah, I'm really excited. I love a pantomime. This is my fourth one. I'm oh, so excited. Oh, oh. I, Well, fun. I love, I go and see at least... 
three or four every year. So I'm definitely putting some, and St Albans is handy for me, Johnny. So that's great. Yeah, do it. You can come on stage at the end, Lucy. Do the song sheet and all of that. We'll, we'll give you a you know happy well, those like bags that kids get, you know all of that stuff. Yeah, a shout out and throw me some sweets. That Absolutely, underarm though and soft sweets now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, COVID. Are you allowed to? Oh, good point. Oh, probably actually. not. Good point. We'll probably, uh, we, we'll probably we have can... to email you a voucher to download so you can buy a suite, I think. <laughs> hose all the children down with antiseptic yeah. before you... <laughs> they get, yeah, a bottle of hand, they get a face covering and a bottle of hands on, yeah. <laughs> um, so our producer, Amanda, bearing in mind that you two are about to be heading for panto season, has, I believe, prepared a quiz on this very thing. Mm, yeah, I mean... Obviously, I think I'm in the presence of uh, at least one panto expert, Johnny. So no pressure. But, you know, if you've been doing a panto every year since you were born, then hopefully you'll know. (laughs) I'm already clamming up. As always, it's two rounds. I'm going to allocate you a question each for the first round. Second round, I think we'll have it a bit more of um, a joining in vibe, but I'll get to that in a moment. So your allocated questions are... Lucy, I'm going to start with you. Ooh, so, I'm the panto as I'm not a panto novice. virgin, yeah. yeah, she's never been in one. Have you well, ever, I been in one? Have you? No. Yeah, haven't no, you, Lucy? No, one day, one day. I yeah. Will. The problem is, I've got no skills. So it would <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I've got no <laughs> intention of giving up my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it is such hard work. I mean, eight at least shows. Well, it's how no, how many shows a week is it? So it's hundreds. About Forty. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, well, usually I think it's about 10 a week, uh, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it'll vary though. So that week between Christmas and New Year, it could be, you could just do a permanent panto non-stop <laughs> through the night. Yeah. Have you got any three-show days, Jenny? They're, they're pretty I've, tough. I've only got one, one no, three-show day, um, which is merciful. But a couple of years ago, I did Windsor and we did, it was just under six weeks and we did 72 shows. Wow. Oh. Yeah, I can't work work out how many <laughs> how many shows a day that is because maths is impossible. But that sounds like loads. Yes, you and I could come and be the panto horse, maybe Amanda. We- yeah. <laughs> Do they still have those? Do they still have two people dressed in? Doing, uh, Jack and the Beanstalk has to have a, a cow, doesn't it? Mm, yes. Yeah. So, sells the cow. Yeah. yeah. There's got to be one in that. But I've never I've never been in a a, a panto with a with a horse in it. I did Jack and the Beanstalk once, but the cow was, uh, it must have been low budget because the cow was like the ASA or, you know, a member of the crew and they didn't pay him any more. And he just <laughs> stood up in like a disheveled costume. It was a, a freestanding. Oh. Just kind of shriveled udders and uh, <laughs> yeah. very sad looking. You'd be lucky to get a couple of beans for that cow. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, well, question your question. So I guess I guess these questions are kind of like the history of Panto. So, yeah. oh, in fact, that's exactly what they are. <laughs> so, okay, Lucy, which character was Eliza Povey, the first actress to play in Jack and the Beanstalk at Jury Lane in 1819? Well, now, oh gosh, you see, immediately I'm going, well, presumably it's... Because no, Widow Twanky is is not just a general; it's like a dame, isn't it? So the her Jack's mum, or the cow, or the giant, or um, who's was Jack's mum? I've seen Jack and the Beanstalk. Um, I think you're overthinking this. Yeah, oh, or is it Jack? 
Because that's always the woman who plays a, a yes. Yeah, the first one to play the principal boy. So uh, and was and was Jack in that, but um, was the first principal boy. So yeah, you got that. We we don't really do that anymore. No, I so love it when they don't do. Really, we don't really have principal boys anymore. Really? I went to see one at yeah. the Shaw Theatre in London a couple of years ago that had a principal boy, and it was like, yeah, it was nice. It was nice to see yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. I think it's just whatever, whatever it takes to have a nice gender balance, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Because you've already got a man taking a woman's part, widow, Frankie, <laughs> etc. <laughs> but then there should be a woman taking a guy's part. So oh, yeah, I think, yeah, bring absolutely. back Principal Boy. The campaign back, starts here. Bring back the pantomime horse with two women in it. Yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm getting, I mean, that, that costume in Jack and the Beanstalk is female, for sure. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, we've got a lot of work to do on these campaigns. So uh, I'll crack on with the quiz first. Jenny, which famous clown pioneered the use of pantomime dames during the 19th century? Famous clown? Yeah. Um, Coco. Well, no, I was just going to throw out names of clowns, but I've got literally no idea. Paliarchi? No. That's a, that is a, that's a historical clown. That's, that's a yeah. very historical clown. Um, um, I want to say Grimaldi or Grim. Grim oh, Grimaldi! Of course, it's yeah. Grimaldi. Well, then, if you said that, oh, you'd be wow. right. Yes, there we, well there done, we are. No pressure. Two out of two here. <laughs> okay, Johnny, I've got all faith in you with this. Okay, <sighs> so um, I think because I think you'd have learned this at drama school. So pantomime is said to broadly have its origins in which style of Italian theatre? Commedia dell'arte. Yes. Hey. Oh, Absolutely. I, I knew that would oh. be a walk in the park for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Congratulations, nice. everyone. So, you know, you're all pretty good at your panto knowledge. Now, the this this part, I think I'm going to get you to, to shout in because um, the clues will get progressively easier as I sort of talk because there's been a few A-lister Hollywood stars that have done panto. And so I'm going to start by giving clues and then... Uh, the first one to kind of buzz in with their name and tell me who you think I'm talking about will get the point. So, okay. This, so this, the first one. Okay. So, this person appeared as Arthur Himbury in the first Scream film, although the role was uncredited. Mm-hmm. Better known for playing the lead character in one of the biggest ever TV sitcoms, which ran from 1973 um, to 1984. Hello. Is that you buzzing, Lucy? That's me. Maybe we should have um we should buzz in with panto catchphrases. Okay. <laughs> Go on, what's yours? Oh no, it isn't. Um, Jenny, which Jenny, which one are you gonna go with? It's behind you. behind you, Johnny. That doesn't. Oh, I feel like the best ones have gone. What can I say? Can I just shout three show days? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that works. That works. Do baby Shark, which baby you know, shark. everyone will be doing for song sheet. <laughs> baby Shark is. Lucy, what's your guess? I think it is Henry Winkler, aka the Fonz. And you oh. are absolutely right. Yes, apparently. Oh, and I remember this well because this was when I worked at a uh, radio station I was always getting invited to this but I just couldn't ever go but I really wanted to see it was when he jumped into the role of Captain Hook when David Hasselhoff had to withdraw yes. from the new Wimbledon theatre's production of Peter Pan in 2006 I remember that yeah that one of the first sort of big American stars to come over and do it wasn't he well Hasselhoff and him yeah Lucy that's another point to you Second option, Um, this person began their career in Hollywood in the late 1950s, providing voiceovers for characters in the English dubbing of the Japanese monster films Rodden and Godzilla Raids Again. (laughs) His his autobiography to the stars was published in 1994. I know it isn't. 
<laughs> Lucy. Is it um, William Shatner? No. Oh, no, I'm going to so keep reading. Oh, although, Latin, although lately a prolific voice of anti-Trumpism on Twitter will mainly be known for starring one of the world's most iconic sci-fi series it's alongside Luke, Jenny. George Takai? Yes, absolutely. George Takai, he was one of the very first US celebrities to venture into Panto in 1987. So way before Johnny was born. Um, He played the genie in Aladdin at the Hexagon in Reading and then latterly played the Emperor of China in Chatham Central Theatre's production in Aladdin again in 2009 with friend of the show, Sean Williams. I listened to his when you had him on the other day, and um, he's a panto legend, isn't he? Yes. Oh. Yeah, he's oh, just he's a just legend. A le- he's, a, he's an entertainment legend. I he's really want to go and see Barioke. Have you seen <laughs> that he's doing Barioke? No. It looks incredible. It looks amazing. In. And and I think, Johnny, you're invited as well. I think an FOB oh, night there. out to Barioke would be... Um, in, in my last sketch, I mentioned that I'd heard a panto offer and Barry from EastEnders is in it. And I just DM'd Sean the <laughs> night before and I said, you know, do you mind if I make this joke? It was a bit late. It'd be an awkward if he said no because it was ready to go. And, and then he just replied, have you seen extras, Johnny? I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> he really is just such a good sport, that guy. He really, he just absolute legend. Love him. Okay, final one. So, Johnny, I've got every faith in you. Oh, um, no. Though I don't know whether you would have heard of this person. I was trying to find something a bit more contemporary for you, but yeah, um, but right, little bit thin on the ground. Okay, so here we go. So this person began modelling in the 1970s and became one of the most sought-after models in the world, featuring in commercials such as Bovril. She played the role of Miss Scarlet in the 1993 and in the TV series The Detectives. In the early 2000s, she appeared um, as Mrs. Robinson in a Broadway production of The Graduate. She has four children with a rock star who um, gathers no moss. No, it isn't. Go on, Lucy. Well, it's Jerry Hall, isn't it? It is Jerry Hall. Oh, well done. Apparently, inspired by her fond memories of watching Pantos with ex-husband Mick, model Jerry Hall joined in with the tradition in 2014 as the Wicked Queen in the Richmond Theatre production of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where Mick was also in attendance. There we go. Love it. Wow. Well, lovely quiz, Amanda. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. Well, I think what we've proved there, Johnny, is just that you're very young. And there is yeah. no shame in that whatsoever. Yeah. He has much to learn. Hey, I enjoyed it though, and I, you know, I, I'm glad I spent twenty-seven thousand pounds on the word Commedia dell'arte. That's got me. <laughs> that I'll never pay back. So you know, that's if anything, it's all been worth it. It really has. It really has. Well, you, you know, and you bring joy to so many with your, oh, thank uh, you. you know, your your dissections of the. Yeah, people. I'm going to do a sketch now called "An Actor Does a Quiz." That's that's definitely <laughs> that's in the, in the pipeline. Well, I'm sure, yeah, Jenny, uh, you know, because you've got Tracy Ann Overman doing a brilliant cameo in your latest. Oh, yeah, she was great. She was fantastic. I Because uh, my friend's playing Prince William in, in the uh, in the Windsor's Endgame <gasps> uh, in the yeah, West End. Brilliant. I don't know if anybody's seen it. It's so I'm good. I haven't seen it yet, no. So I went to go and see it, and then I was, had a chat with Tracy, Tracy Ann afterwards, and she said, you know, I'd love to do one. So I wrote it up, sent it to her, and, oh, yeah, we had we had such fun. 
She was yeah. just ad-libbing all over the place. And it, it started with her going, with the line initially, it was my, I had the first line, but she came in and she decided that she had the first line. And uh, she was like, I want to be talking to an assistant. And I loved it. I was like, all right, there's a third person in this sketch now. <laughs> so she, she just like went off on one. But yeah, no, she was, she was great. Really, Brilliant. really good. She's fantastic. Well, an actor does a quiz featuring a cameo from Jenny Ryan will Big be time. arriving very soon, we hope. <laughs> so What's thank you space? so much. It's been an absolute delight and we will see you in Panto in St Albans. Johnny Welder. Thanks so much. Thank you. Well, what an absolute joy it was chatting to Johnny there. Yes. And I, I, I mean, I'm looking forward enormously to Panto. It's coming up a pace now. Panto. Yeah. It's on the horizon. I know well, that quiz got me in the mood for it. But um, I'll tell you what else I'm looking forward to is recapping on the third biggest city <laughs> in Romania. I've already forgotten what it was. Um, but I, I tell you what I'm going to do, Jen, is I'm going to go I'm going to quiz you on some other biggest towns and cities in other countries. OK. Uh. OK. So um, Hungary, because I always get Bucharest and Budapest mixed up. <laughs> So I'm going to remember that Budapest is Hungary. Yeah. Can you name? Now, I've got a list of the eight biggest cities and towns in Hungary. Can you name any other city or town other than Budapest? Um, um, can I? I really should be able to. Hungary. Um... I mean, I couldn't in a million years. But I sh- I- see that this is the thing. There's always someone on my quiz team who's like a million times better at geography. So I just, I just pass it to them. Mm. Um, where, where's, where's in Hungary? Um, you know, not only do Hungary? I not know them, can't even pronounce them. So <laughs> <laughs> I will try my Debrechen. Debrechen. Yes, Debrechen. Well done. That is the second biggest. You could also have had Zeged, which is third. Mizochi, Misokolk, Miskolk. Sorry. Sorry to our Hungarian listeners, Miskolk, Pex, Gyor, Nyeregyaza, and Kekskemet. Wow. Or a lot of these ones, are, are, they're a lot easier if you're into football as well, like European yes. football. Yes. Because there'll yes. always be someone who's played your team in the early group pre-knockout stage of the mm. UEFA trophy back in 1989. And you'll yes. remember them forever. Yes, which is an advantage I do not have. I tell you, I'm going to do you a slightly easy one. Just to finish, a couple of slightly easier ones. What's the third biggest city in Germany? In Germany. So you've got your... Oh, right. Well, so number it, one. It could be one. Of... You think number one would be Berlin? It is, yeah. Okay, so that's not a trick. No. So I would say... You've got your Stuttgart, you've got your Frankfurt, and you've got your Munich. They're all pretty big. But which they are. It's none of those. Is none second. of those. Oh, great. <laughs> Munich is third. Hamburg. I'll Munich. Hamburg. Munich's third. Hamburg is second. Brilliant. Berlin, yes. Hamburg, and Munich. There we go. Um, and then let's go for Spain. Three Ooh. biggest cities in Spain. Madrid. Yep. Barcelona. Yep. And yes, this is where it gets interesting. This is a good one. Oh, Valencia. It is. There you go. You see, she says she's no good at geography. She's brilliant. Um, (laughs) It then, of course, goes to Seville and Zaragoza. Is that in there? Yeah. Um, Bilbao is 10. You could have Malaga, Mercia, Palma, Las Palmas de Gran Canaria. So actually, you've got some of your island Island based uh, based 
Uh, but well done. So those of you listening, if you got that right, congratulations. All that remains to be said is thank you very much to the brilliant Johnny Weldon and to Amanda Redman. Always. I sometimes forget to thank her and sometimes I thank her like we did today. Uh, and join us next time for another episode of Fingers on Puzzle. Oh, she came and she went away again and she came... It, I hope you're listening in headphones. That's all I can say. <laughs> Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.